welcome to Faith in the Morning. Something good is going to happen today, so expect miracles. This week on Faith in the Morning, we're taking another look at faith. Yes, Faith in the Morning exists to help you start your day with faith and encouragement. And I'm going over a message I shared last year when we talked about what is faith. And we looked at it in such a way that I believe is going to inspire you even today and help you re-examine where is your faith, how are you using your faith, are you building your faith, Faith is like a muscle. It must be built up. So enjoy the messages this week and help and encourage your faith and give you another perspective of faith and remind you how to use your faith so you can experience the miraculous in your life. Keep your faith turned on. Keep your faith turned up and add to your faith. Enjoy the message. Now the just shall live by faith. This is how you live. This is your lifestyle. If it's your lifestyle, it's what you do on a regular basis, right? It's not just what you do on Sunday. It's not a moment thing. Faith is not a denomination. Faith is a lifestyle. A lifestyle is what you do on a regular basis. So that means I need to use my faith on a regular basis which means I should be exercising my faith every single day. So first thing we want to know, faith is a lifestyle. Say faith is a lifestyle. Now, how is faith defined? The word faith means belief. Say belief, firm conviction, confidence, and assurance. Let's say it again. Say belief, firm conviction, confidence, and assurance. Let's look at chapter 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The word substance here means foundation or essence. The word substance here means foundation or essence. The word evidence means proof. The word evidence means proof. So faith is the foundation and the essence of things hoped for. It is the proof of things not seen. That word proof also means the title deed. Faith is the substance and the essence of things that you're hoping for. What is hope? Positive expectation. Hope implies it's in the future. Hope implies it's something that you would like to happen to you, right? Faith gives your hope substance. And some of the things you're looking at believing God for this year, where it concerns restoration or anything else, all you have to see it come to pass is faith. Because everybody else would think you're crazy to believe God for something like that during a pandemic. Don't you know there's a pandemic out there? Yes, we all know. Almost every single person on the planet knows there's a pandemic out there. Yes, we're, we are fully aware. Did God say you can believe him for stuff except it in a pandemic? So faith is your title deed. And where does faith come from? Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. So in times like these, the only title deed you may have to what you're believing for is the book. And that has to be enough for you. We'll get more into that in a moment. One of the things we see about faith in verse 6 is, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. 
For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So I like to say it this way. Faith is the lifestyle that pleases God. If we want to live a lifestyle that pleases God, we have to live by faith. One of the things I repeat to my four-year-old before she goes to bed, you know, there's a certain thing I have her say after we pray. And I ask, because we end our prayer saying we, we take it, we have it, and we thank you for it. And so I ask her, why do we say we take it? She says, because God gave it to us. Why do we say we have it? Because God gave it to us. Why do we say we thank you for it? Because God gave it to us. I said, what is that called? She goes, faith. And because of her personality, she likes to add a little drama to it. She goes, hmm, faith. And I says, what does the Bible tell us? That without faith, it's impossible to please God. I said, so what does faith does? Faith makes God happy. So if we want to live a life that makes God happy, we live by faith. Faith is our part. Grace is God's part. Faith says thank you. If someone gave you a gift, which is one of the definitions of grace, what would you say? Thank you. So I can thank God for his promises, even if it doesn't look like it showed up yet. Why? Faith. Because I have faith in God, not faith in faith. I have faith in God. I have faith in his character. I have faith in his word. I have faith in what he said. And the thing is, a lot of people confuse faith with an emotion. They think, well, I don't feel faith today. Well, a lot of times you, don't, you won't feel faith. A lot of times you won't even feel anointed. So it's like, oh, well, you feel anointed every Sunday. <laughs> That's great. That'd be great. There are some days I've gotten up here like, okay, Jesus, you better do something like quick. Because I can't operate how I feel. Because if I did, there'd be some Sundays I'm still asleep. All right, well, all right, Holy Ghost, you got this. I'm staying in bed. I remember one time we had ended up driving through the night because somewhere we had to come from. And by the time I got home, it was so late, I got about an hour of sleep. And I jumped up and I came to church. Now, my wife already thinks I drink enough coffee, but this was one of the only times I remember she had somebody say, go get him a venti from Starbucks with all this extra stuff in it. He needs it. And so when I walk in the back, you know, the people who greeted me looked like, ooh. You know, that's never positive. They look at you going, ooh. And so I get up there. And none of y'all would have known the difference. Why? The anointing hit. Well, how did the anointing hit? See, when I tell you, say, I take, that is my point of contact. It's where I release my faith for the anointing that I need to deliver the message the way I should. So although it's a faith confession for many things, but it's my point of contact. It's one of the things, or Robert start have a point of contact. When he would pray for the sick, there was a certain point where he would release his faith. For God to step in and do something. Have a point of contact. That's one of the reasons why, you know, if you have a certain prayer spot in your house, it seems like when you go to that spot, man, you just hear from God, right? Anybody have a spot like that? Why is that? Is that because that spot is special? No, that is your point of contact. You've trained yourself to believe that you're here from God when you stand in that spot or sit in that spot. You've trained your faith to work that way. Have your point of contact. Some people, it's where they walk outside. They say, well, I walk outside. I just hear from God. Now that is your point of contact. And so if you need to hear from God, you should probably take a walk. So well, is my walk holy? Well, yes and no. If you define holy as set apart as your time with God, then it is. 
We make some things too deep. Say it's easy to hear from God. So faith is belief, firm conviction, confidence, and assurance. It gives the essence to our hopes. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 6. Now, quoting the Reverend Dr. Frederick Casey Price, and when I say this quote, I usually have to give all his names. There's faith, foolishness, and presumption. And a lot of people claim faith, but it's foolishness. Or claim faith in its presumption. And so some people go, well, how can you be a faith person and wear a mask? The same way I can be a faith person and lock my house. The same way I can be a faith person and set an alarm. The same way I can be a faith person and have other things to defend my home. Still faith? I take my vitamins. I'm still a faith person. I take elderberry. I'm still a faith person. I exercise because I want to live long and be healthy. That's still faith. This does not mean you have no faith. We have to stop being foolish. So there's certain precautions. I say, well, do you think you're going to catch the virus? No. But why do you wear the mask? Because I think it's wise to do so. And also here's another reason. I love my neighbor as I love myself. So although I don't think it'll affect me, but because I love my neighbor and I'm going to be around the elderly, possibly, and be around kids, possibly, and then be around civic and local leaders, possibly, I have to love them and the people they're connected to enough that I'll put a mask on. I don't show my faith by not wearing a mask. That's not faith. That's pride and foolishness. And pride comes before a fall. Faith does not mean you don't wear a mask. You know, I remember Pastor Jeremy Pierce was telling this story. That he had an engagement, he was going to go preach somewhere. And I think there was a weather report, there was supposed to be some type of ice storm, and they were going to fly there. And, you know, him and his wife got together and prayed, and they says, well, we don't feel led that we're supposed to go. And so, you know, they called the person that says, oh, you know, we thought you were faith people, and that you just plead the blood and operate in Psalm 91. You know, a lot of people say, oh, that sounds like faith. That's not faith. Psalms 91 is being exactly where God wants you to be. And if God tells you don't get on that plane, Faith does not get on the plane. Faith keeps your butt off that plane. A lot of times we try to overrule the spirit of God and call it faith. He said, well, it worked out for me. That wasn't faith. That was mercy. And probably a good 30 people interceding on your behalf. What is faith? Go to Ephesians chapter 6. Above all, or in front of all, take, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Notice, fiery darts will be fired at you. Faith does not keep all attacks from coming. Notice that. This person has a shield of faith, yet attacks are being fired. So we have to stop thinking that faith is a life where you have no problems. No attacks. No pressure. Faith is also a shield. Because attacks are going to come. Say, attacks are coming. We did Mark chapter 4 all throughout the summer. 
we know why Satan attacks, how he attacks. And so Paul uses the imagery of a Roman soldier. And you see this type of shield, it would cover about the body of the Roman soldier, which is why I changed our logo to that. It's a shield of faith. We had before what's more of an English shield, but I wanted to use exactly what Paul was referring to. It was a shield so large that it's like a door that will completely cover the soldier's body. So when the attacks were fired, remember the Bible says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, right? And never said the weapon will not be formed. And never said the weapon will not be fired. It just won't be able to do its intended attack. So what would happen when these arrows were fired? What is the purpose of the arrow? To pierce you, right? It's on fire to cause you to burn. And some of them had a little bit of fuel in it to explode and cause more death on impact. So if you have a shield in front of you, now you're not pierced. Now your shield may have the damage, but your body doesn't. Now, if it explodes on your shield, you're going to feel some impact. But notice you're still standing. Or even if it knocked you back, you're still alive. So some of you had some attacks this year and you felt some impact. But look, you're still here. Your shield was up. And see, the thing is that arrows were meant to cause not just piercing damage, but burn damage. And there's a lot of people who are suffering from spiritual burn degrees, advanced burn cases in their spirit because their shield hasn't been up. And they're trying to heal, but that wound is infected, that burn is infected. And affects everything they do because their shield isn't up. Faith does not prevent attacks from coming. And faith does not prevent mountains from showing up. But faith knows how to remove the mountain. So I don't want you to think living by faith means you never will have any challenges. No, you will have some challenges. As you grow in faith, some of the challenges are bigger. As you step out to do some more things, it's bigger. Especially if you dare to believe God and build stuff and open stuff, the costs go up. And up, and up.